I am Kobe. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to episode, episode one, one of Uncut. Uncut. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it. It's crazy. We're finally here. I you know. know. How are you feeling? Kind of nervous. You know, I'm, I'm not... I'm a filmmaker for a reason. Yeah, um, we, like we like to, to be, be behind. behind the camera. Yes. But now we got a light set up, a camera, we got mics. Now I like to talk, but this is a whole different. Yeah, area. this is a challenge for sure. Yeah. And I think we both like podcasts. We, we watch it all the time, but it's, it's uh-huh. different doing it. So let's, yeah. let's, let's do but it. But at least we have each other. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it and figure it out. Uh, We're going to figure it out. Um, so episode one, we have a very exciting guest. Super exciting. Super excited to interview her, Jana Lamb. So she is, you know her, you've seen her stuff. She's an artist, textile designer, entrepreneur, mom. She's worked with brands like Fighting Eel, Foodland, Hawaiian Airlines, like every brand in Hawaii, basically. Yeah, she even painted a mural. Yeah, it's so beautiful. That's That's my favorite mural. Yeah. Yeah, such a. She's a badass. Yeah, she's so awesome, and Yeah. Yeah, we both know her because <laughs> we both know her from different parts of her journey. So I met her actually like 13 years ago before she became Joanna Lamb. But uh-huh. she was just this, she was just starting out, but she definitely had her own style. And it, I just remember, I remember her style and her designs and she's just grown. Like yeah. she's become this huge yeah, that's empire. So, that's so cool because, you know, you filmed her different part of her journey and then I filmed her for different projects and she was you know, more into her business and whatnot. And now, you know, she has a brick and mortar. Yeah. Everywhere. And but what I love about Jana is that she's so real. Uh-huh. And I feel like a lot of women or moms can relate to her because she's gone through all the challenges that we've all gone through. And she talks about that in this episode. Nice. Well, yeah, let's get into it. episode of uncut i know and we are here with jana lamb the jana lamb i was thinking back on like when i first met you jana and it's been like 12 13 years yeah before you were even jana lamb yeah you were before you were the jana like like legally yeah yeah you met me at the very start of jana lamb it's crazy and it's been so fun to watch your like success and people are like you know jana i'm like (laughs) I know Jana. <laughs> That's my friend. <laughs> Before she was Jana Lamb. Before she was Jana I know Jana the OG. I, yeah. So thank you for joining us on our first episode. We're so Thanks honored. for having me. So I'm excited. And, you know, for our listeners we'll to hear your story goes. and like what what's next, you know, so. We're going to go back to your origin story and kind okay. of like talk about how this all got started. So <sighs> did you know when you were, you know, just starting out, like in your career, graduating high school from Punahou, that you would be here today? Like, did you have this all mapped out? No, not at all. I had no idea. Like, I, sometimes I think about it, I'm just like, what? Like, what is this? Like, how did this happen? And like, the steps that it took to get here are so like, all along the way, I just feel it was like, all very like, lucky. And it was fate. And I just, if this didn't happen, this wouldn't have happened. If this didn't happen, this, you know. So it's crazy. No, I had no idea. Um, I was telling you earlier that I don't, I didn't have a passion. I didn't have anything that I was really excited about doing. Some people know, like when they graduate, they go off to college and sometimes they go to like, you know, I went to a liberal arts school. So it was like, get a little bit of everything. That's what my, my dad wanted me to do. So I was like, okay. But some people go into like more directed studies Mm -hmm. and they're like, they want to study business. They want to do this. And like, 
I had no idea. And then I graduated from college and I had no idea. No. <laughs> I, I majored in English and people were like, what are you going to do with that? Become a teacher? And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. And I was like, I'm definitely not becoming a teacher. Like, I'm just, I'm not built to be a teacher. I'd be terrible. So, so you're just trying to find your thing. Yeah. And then, so I moved to New York just for fun, basically, which was crazy, though, because trying to find a job in New York. My first interview, I think, was with MTV. Oh, my nice. gosh. Yeah. You could have been a VJ. Yeah, oh my God. yeah I was so excited. Like, <laughs> you could have been Jana Jana Lee. Lam. Yeah, Jana Jan- <laughs> The VJ. <laughs> the oh, my VJ. God. Can you imagine? So crazy. I It was actually a copywriting job, but, but yeah, I didn't get it. So <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then after that, I just did a lot of temping and like moving around from place to place. I worked for a tissue box making company at one point, which was awful. Really didn't do anything except get coffee. And I couldn't even like go on the internet because my boss was like really cagey about it, thought it was a scary place and didn't uh-huh. want like bugs to invade like his system. And he had like a whole like printing system with the what it's called but the the ring with the holes yeah he like lined so up I, the holes I, yeah I and just like i don't even know, I don't what, know that what that is like, what is that <laughs> i mean like, i don't even know what internet is. probably yeah <laughs> like i would he i would sneak on i would sneak to another room and like because i was at the front desk and i'd sneak to another room and like go on, go on the internet. internet and then i'd get caught oh god <laughs> come back and i would just sit and be like wait <laughs> like what do i get to do today nothing it was oh crazy oh my gosh um so how did you get into like textiles? Um, so what ended up happening was I met my future husband and then we moved to San Francisco. He worked for a hedge fund and then it went under. So um, I think that was a really good thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's get out of here. Cause he was in Pennsylvania and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to move to Pennsylvania. I'm in New York and whatever. So we moved to San Francisco and then I got just another like run of the mill job. But actually I worked for a consulting company and there are a lot of like, all these like uh, really young college kids coming in and interning and for these amazing consulting jobs where they're going to be paid like lots of money and blah, blah. And I was just an admin person. So I kept looking at them and I was like, oh, I can do this. And this is dumb. Like, I just feel awful like every day. Like, I should be doing something better than this. You know, this is crazy. So on a whim, I just went back to school. I was like, I'm going to study interior design. I love houses. I love <laughs> yeah interiors i love spaces i love interiors yeah that's, that's all i had to go off of. mm-hmm. i was like i love this okay like i'm gonna try it so i there were always academy of art university ads on tv and my friend worked there and i was like why not so i just applied and like i said it was like i was too scared to get a master's or try to get a master's so i got a second bachelor's degree nice. and i was 25 i was with young kids and then yeah, and then I took an elective, found screen printing, and it was kind of all over from that point on. That's all I wanted to do, and yeah. Did you know, like, once you, like, went to that class, you're like, this is my thing. Like, this is something that I really like, or I can see myself doing at least. Kind of. I mean, it took a little while to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do with my life, and this is what I want to pursue, because I was still on the, you know, like, I'm getting my degree in mm-hmm. interior design, like, that's what I've got to do, um, but yeah, by the first class we had to, we're, it was screen printing, so the first class we had to um, 
make stencils. So I was taking oh, nice. Exacto and like cutting things out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, this is crazy. This takes so much time. <laughs> like how in the world? <laughs> and then by the second class, it was like, okay, we learned how to like get it, make a design, expose our screens and whatnot. And then I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And it was just the type of art, like it just, it just fit my brain. Like I was like, this is the type of because I always wanted to be an artist, but like, how do you? you know like yeah yeah like yeah there's so many different things you can do within that world of art right and yeah and I never really sat down and tried to like draw or do anything or paint I don't know and I and that wasn't it just wasn't something that like I grew up thinking that you could do that as a career and Mm -hmm. be like a smart move you know um but yeah so it was just the type of art that really I was like okay this this works like with my brain like I know how to do this and I love patterns and I love you know like I can make simple things and turn it into something really cool you know in the first few years of doing this actually I kept telling I kept telling Josh my husband I was like I'm fooling everyone like they think this is so awesome like people are like thinking this is great but I was like I just drew a flower and then I like repeat it and like Uh yeah but and now those flowers are famous. They're everywhere. <laughs> now yeah, they're yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So what but were some of your first designs? Do you remember, like, when even when you were taking that class? Were you already drawing, like, pineapples and flowers? A little bit. They were always like, this is so Hawaii-inspired. And I was like, I'm not trying to be, but it just, that's what's, like, coming out of me. Um, yeah, everything I did. I don't really, what did I draw? Very simple, very simple things. So that's been one of the fun things, I think, in the last, I don't know, five years or so, especially during COVID. It really, like, ramped up my, like, drawing capabilities. Like, I was, like, I actually sat down and, like, focused and was, like, okay, let's try to, like, actually really draw things that are more complicated because I didn't know I had that part of me. Like, if you ask my team who who have been with me for, like, nine-plus years – well, two of them, they would tell you that they're, I think they would say, like, they're surprised about what they've seen, like, from the beginning, like, until now. I think that's such, like, a big part of, like, growth, you know, personal Mm -hmm. growth and, like, business growth is, like, just stepping out of your comfort zone. And I think you're saying that, you know, like, just coming from, like, all these corporate jobs and admin jobs and then, like, just going into, like, an art class. And then now you're, like, stepping further out of your comfort zone and, like, drawing things that you're not, like, used to drawing or like right yeah, and so nobody like would ever think that because i've seen your drawings Jana. like i've seen your murals and you your that. coloring book so and i'm just like oh my god like this girl is so talented uh-huh. so, so hear that story of like not drawing complicated things it's like i would nobody would ever think that because it's like a do you think it's just like a raw talent like where does that come from i don't know i'm convinced that everyone can draw because i just had no idea like and i still go through it it's like an ongoing journey like all the time I go through ups and downs like lots of phases where like I can't touch my pencil like I like want to and I'll have it like out and I'll just look at it and be like I just can't like writer's block or something kind Mm -hmm. of yeah and I'm just like it's it'll last sometimes like a month or two months and I start freaking out and I'm like you have to just Uh you have to just start but I just have this thing where I'm like I can't I can't draw like I can't make that like how am I I want to do this but I like what am I gonna just I can't so how do you like get out of that phase you know, I'm sure a lot yeah, of people how go do you through, break like, through yeah how do you break through and like keep yourself motivated and if Jenna Lam can't yeah. draw <laughs> like how are we getting out of bed in the morning <laughs> yeah, yeah so like, like what, what what pushes you and like motivates you to continue um 
Usually it has to be like a project, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. If someone comes to me and they want to do something, usually that'll start start it. Um, yeah. And then it's hard, like managing the two sides of your brain or like two or three sides, like, and then it's crazy. So then when I start to draw, like I, I feel like everything else shuts off, like and everything else becomes too overwhelming. I'm like, I can't i can't get back to this person i can't like you know and i don't know like i got into reels last year and was doing a lot of like you know like outgoing like mm-hmm. on camera yeah, 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 i'm yeah. seeing you on camera yeah. i'm like you need to be just doing this that was so fun we yeah. all love jana and it's like so fun to see you but i but can't yeah, i can't I switch i can't if i'm drawing i can't like i was like i need to i've been seeing like okay like more and more people are doing it and like it's good for your you know engagement and stuff but i can't i'm like i can't i'm drawing and i can't i can't switch my brain like i have to either think that way or think this way mm-hmm. and so it's yeah tough to just like go back and forth sorry i'm totally jumping no around. no so i like, feel like yeah. no we got to a good place like because i feel like everybody can relate to that no matter what you do whether you're an artist or like accountant mm-hmm. or well i don't know if an accountant would be doing <laughs> reels but you know i feel like everybody can relate even if it's just like scrolling instagram it's yeah. like mm-hmm. i think it's just it's like just being able to do multiple tasks within the business mm-hmm. and like i think that's what entrepreneurship is about you know just like being able to problem solve and so like how did you solve that you know like not being with that like are you continuing to do both and like how how are you getting by like you know how do you have a team or I have a team and my team is amazing and I think that's the most important part for people who want to grow is to have a good team like you just have to Um, people you can trust obviously and people who my thing is that they're better than me like everyone Mm -hmm. on my team is better than me at what they do and even probably <laughs> like I was I think I'm the scrub of the team like every uh-huh. like that's huge yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I feel well and that's one thing that I like so respect about you too because your team has been like you have been a team for many years and like your core of your team yeah has been with core. you for mm-hmm. years right as a business owner and an employer that's not easy no it's not and yeah I mean I've had that I had that once. I had one person, like, I looked in her eyes, and I was like, oh, you're leaving, right? Because she wanted to do uh-huh. her own thing. She, and she said that to me. She was like, I think it was like I had, like, someone came to to interview me at the shop, and she was like, could hear it. And then after the interview, she was like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> really? She was like, I'm going to pursue my dream. You, you inspired, inspired her. me. <laughs> I was like, shoot. It's like, dang. <laughs> yeah, there's always that balance. Uh-huh. Like, But, you know, I fully support my whole team, like, and what they want to do and doing you know following what they love to but yeah one of them was saying my my main skill is like finding people like having a problem and not solving it but finding someone else to solve it for me because I like exactly I yeah think, that, I think we, we were like, just we're talking, talking about, about like, that like think, we're just yeah. professional problem solvers as yeah. business owners as like <laughs> entrepreneurs like it's not just about owning a business it's about like being addicted to problem solving and like not just problem solving but like having the problem but not having all the solutions Mm -hmm. and then how do you find those resources and solutions and put it together to Mm -hmm. solve this problem and I think that's like the best part about exactly and it's not for everybody it's not it's not so like for everybody um okay so going back a little bit Mm -hmm. to like your going back to your story so then you moved back home to Hawaii (laughs) sorry we're kind of no it's fine it's fine (laughs) my brain just (laughs) (laughs) all of our our creative brains are like activated (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah um 
So you moved back home to Hawaii mm-hmm. and started your business like 2010? 2010, yeah. Um, I remember yeah. shooting you at your childhood, at your parents' home. It's by husband's, or did you? We were at, I think it was your mom. Oh, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. You I remember seeing too. your mom's like huge stack of uh, fabric oh, mm-hmm. that she used to sew inside the lining. Mm-hmm. And I think your dad had built a table and you were mm-hmm. like oh, printing. Yes. You, you saw like yeah, the, she's seen the very, beginning. <laughs> I have to find yeah. that video. I, I'm sure I have it. You got to show some of that footage. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we still have that table. We use that table table it Kelly prints on it every day yeah oh we that's need to, awesome <laughs> we need to upgrade it <laughs> but yeah there, I have a few pictures of my dad like sitting in his garage and building that thing and then yeah and I built it too tall so I had to have a stool that I moved I remember uh-huh. that <laughs> <laughs> and then we finally like wised up and like cut off the legs uh-huh. oh, yeah. <laughs> made it shorter. Uh-huh. like why didn't we think about this before <laughs> I was like yeah, that's good. That's what my team has done. Uh-huh. They're like, okay, like cut off the legs. Do that's, this. that's problem solved. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, what? Your, yeah. your iron sucks. Like get an industrial iron. Oh yeah. Oh, like, what do I think about that? Work hard. Work smarter, smarter. Not, not harder. harder. Right. I'm like a, just like grind it out mm-hmm. and then right. like until I can't do it anymore and then I need help and then mm-hmm. I'll ask someone. But um, That's so common though for entrepreneurs. It's just like head down, just keep working, just like work harder, just like don't like take the weekends off. You just like to grow, it's really just right. like put in more hours almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's crazy because as filmmakers, we both had the chance to like film you. So she filmed you early yeah. in the stage. I think I filmed you for Hawaiian Airlines. Like you were at, I don't know, is it your current house right now or it was like by the ocean, I think. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and like I got to film your process and all that and like, it, it, it was cool to see. I still yeah. keep yeah. seeing those shots, too. Oh, nice, yeah. Like, I think that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, like, one of Kelly printing, and yep, it, like, yep. circulates, and I always mm-hmm. see it. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's cool, you know, and, like... You know, the growth that happened, yeah. it's, like, so amazing from, like, 2010, so that was probably, like, what, 2015, 16? Yeah, probably, or, like, somewhere, like, the middle, like, still early, but not, like... Did I have two kids? I probably didn't even have... I'm not too Ily. sure. Maybe I had one. I think one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or if anything, she was still young. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so, like, what... Part, like not everyone's an entrepreneur like you know they, they don't like everyone's an employee right at first like so mm-hmm. you we mm-hmm. all had jobs and all that but like what part of your journey when was it that like entrepreneurship like sparked your interest and like you're like oh I think I'm gonna start a business and build a team and I don't <laughs> know like you yeah yeah exactly so <laughs> still waiting for that to happen <laughs> yeah I don't know, <laughs> like, you, know. <laughs> you tell me when where is it never <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't really think of myself as an entrepreneur because I didn't it's not I don't feel like I had an idea. Like this this was never this was never my idea even really. Um I when I moved home, I was kind of stuck. There were no jobs because it was 2010 and the economy was down. So like but which turned out to be a good thing because I couldn't like everyone was getting laid off in interior design like I was like, this is not even worth my time to try to go and interview, which kind of felt nice because I was like back in that place again. Was like, oh, I have to go and like put yourself out. Yeah, 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 yeah put yeah, myself yeah, out yeah. there, and I don't <laughs> want to do it. I don't know if I'm good. Like, uh-huh. I don't know if I can really like, you know, sit on the computer and do yeah, CAD yeah, stuff. Yeah. I was like, uh-huh. I don't even know if I'm good enough. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So we moved back home, and then uh, Josh was just like, build, start printing, build a table. Like, do something. Like, 
And I was like, okay. okay. So I built a table and I started to find the resources. So I went to OneShot and discovered all the screen printing stuff and like started to learn the ropes. Because there are things that they didn't teach us too that I didn't even know anything about. I didn't know about meshes on screens. I, exposure times were different. And so there was just all this like, um, what's it called? Not hit or miss, but just like trial and error, mm-hmm. trying to figure things out. I bought like a gigantic um, piece of glass and was trying to expose things in the suns and in the sun, and it was so dangerous. I was like, "Oh my god!" All these crazy things to try to figure out like how to print. Um, and then I did all that, and I was like, "Okay, well, what do I want to do though? I'm just printing these little mini swatches. I don't even know how to make like yards of fabric." Um, and I put together a portfolio. <laughs> of like stuff I was doing and trying to make it more commercial. And I was like, well, I want to be a fabric designer. But like anybody I would talk to here, like I was like, how do I be a fabric designer? Someone tell me. Like, what do I do? Where do I go? And people were just like, do you want to sell fabric? And I was like, well, no, but yes. But like my own, I want to design it. I like want to make it, but then I just want to do designs too. So like, how do I do that? I have no idea. And I would just carry around this crazy portfolio. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, putting before, yourself out there. Yeah. Like, what was Social like media. A, before making yeah. a deck or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. it was like a binder. Right. I think, Like a literal portfolio. Yeah. I just, I carried it. And then I stopped into a shop downtown um, one day, uh, Super Citizen. And I talked to the store owner and I told her what was, I, I somehow like, spewed out all of these things like I, I don't even know how we started talking about it but I was like I want to be a fabric designer and I want to do this and blah blah, blah. and she was, like, <laughs> she was like I don't know but she was like if you want to I see your designs because I showed yep, her yep. portfolio <laughs> <laughs> and she said if you want to make something you can like sell it on consignment in my store and I was like okay cool let's <laughs> do that yeah, yeah. yeah so I just started printing and like I didn't know how to sew but my mom did so I took like, one of her sewing machines, and she taught me. It took me, like, a whole week to probably do, like, the simple What was first your clutch? first, like, oh, clutch was your first product? Yeah. I had, like, a, I had, like, a bag that I got at, like, a craft fair or a swap meet, and I was like, this is what I want to make. It was a little crossbody, and it, like, had the envelope opening. I started selling them on consignment in Super Citizen. They did terribly. Oh, no. Yeah, they, <laughs> they did really bad. Yeah. And I look back. I have some of them now, like, uh-huh. in, like, storage. And I'm like, wow, they were really bad. Like, there's <laughs> We think so- that about our videos all the time. Oh, my God. We watch a video 10 like, years ago. I'm like, whoa, did we Yikes. make that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to anybody who's ever bought a Jana Lamb bag, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see them the on. The vintage. You'll, you can find them on eBay. I get all these, like, notifications. Oh, nice. now, like, the Google notifications, uh-huh. like. And yeah, I see them on Pinterest, and I see Those, them on. I bet I wouldn't be surprised if they're worth a lot of money. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be now. <laughs> this is like a one of a kind vintage oh Janalam 2010. <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. there's a nice one, but sometimes I'm just like, wait, what? No, <laughs> like please just get rid of that. Like, don't try to sell it. Are you crazy? That's so ugly. But. Yeah, and then somehow, though, so nothing sold, like, I mean, well, barely anything sold, but somehow it, like, caught on, and um, I think Fighting Eel was the really big turning point, was they picked it up, and then Riches did a trunk show, and I don't know, it just kept going, so I never intended to mm-hmm. create a brand, and, like, it just kept moving and going along, and I, I still feel like even... 
I mean, I made decisions, like, you know, thought out decisions at certain points, but like a lot of it was just luck, I feel like. Um, like I got pregnant, so I was like, I can't, I can't print. Like my belly is keeping mm-hmm. me from being able to do this, so I need to hire someone. Like I can't keep up with the sewing and I'm not good. Like, you know, so I have to hire someone. Like it just was like I just, the steps. Mm-hmm. I do understand that, like, idea of, like, luck. Yeah. But it is, you're putting yourself in the position where luck will find you. Yeah. I, like, heard that one. And I think, like, yeah. You are putting yourself in the position where something good will happen. It's, like, not just happening to you. It's, like, a co-collaboration, you know? I guess. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Like everything, <laughs> like you every, need to give yourself every, more yeah, credit. Yeah, yeah. Like, everything <laughs> happens for a reason. And, like, you still took that initiative to make that decision, you know? Like, yeah. a lot of people would be, like, I'm pregnant. I can't print. Like, okay, whatever. You know, I'll, I'll stop. You know, yeah. like for you, something clicked in your brain and was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I need to hire someone. Like mm-hmm. not a lot of people think like that. So it's mm-hmm. like for you to think like that, like that to grow the business and to take the next step, you know, that that's, that's huge. Well, Josh told me to. <laughs> See, so having a good support system too. So thank you, Josh. Yeah. That's also a decision that you like wisely made. Too. Exactly. Like yeah. Andrew, his fiance, like nothing would happen without Megan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, my wedding business, like, she took over and, like, studio managers, everything, and oh it's been goodness. great. So, yeah, we, we were just talking about this before, too, and it's just, like, you know, a, a good support system, whether it's friends or, you know, partners or family, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's huge. Employees, and, yeah. yeah. Employees, your team, and at, at a certain point, you're not just taking care of yourself anymore. It's, like, yeah. you're taking care of the rest of your team and your family, so, That's. Yeah. I so, think that's the most... Yeah, so, like, pressure. what kept you going, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, why, why, why so didn't you just give up after, you know, like, Super Citizen and all that? But, like, what, what kept you going? What mm-hmm. was your why? I just, because I love it. Like, I love what I do, you know. Um, it, it came by accident, but, like, I just can't imagine, I just can't imagine doing something else. I mean, I can imagine doing other things that are related to it, and that's, like, kind of what we do now. We're kind of, like trying to do lots of different things, but it's that, and, and yeah, and my team, like, I've just, I love the collaboration, and what I learn from them, and I want to support them, and I, and, like, when I think about, like, because you never feel like you've made it, or you're, like, you know, for me, I never feel, I never feel, like, safe I -hmm. always feel like you gotta hustle Mm -hmm. like every year Mm -hmm. it's like okay like I want to hustle for them because I'm like my thought of like making it is I want them to like make a lot of money I want them to make Uh a lot of money I'm like I don't care about myself but I want them to have like really good lives and they deserve it for like everything that they've done for my brand and for me personally and so yeah that's one of the big things that really drives me too um and that yeah. whole part about, like, you, like, it shows, like, what a great leader you are. Just to be thinking about other people. I think mm-hmm. I've heard on, like, something else that you're talking was that you like, didn't even, like, pay yourself for, like, the longest time. Mm-hmm. Because you were just, yeah. like, so worried about, like, being able to pay everybody else. And I, I can totally relate to that. But it's also, mm-hmm. like, you created this culture and this, like, family that they really want to be a part of Jana Lamb. How has that been to gr- to grow from, like, doing everything on your own to now, like, trusting a team to, like, I mean, now you can come and, like, talk yeah. with us on a podcast mm-hmm. and, like, everything's fine back at the shop. Like, how does that feel to get to that point of your journey? It's 
It's awesome. I mean, I guess that's one point where people talk about, like, in their, uh, like, in, if they have a small business or they're an entrepreneur is when you can have a business and it can run without you. Mm-hmm. And it totally can. Like, they, I'm, like, the last person that needs <laughs> to be there. Like, uh-huh. if I'm out, it's yeah, no yeah. big deal, uh-huh. like, at all. But, like, would it function without the other pieces there? <laughs> no. Like, right, we, right. We would totally go down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Sharon went on vacation, like, the a couple of weeks ago and I'm like what do I do <laughs> like, we, I, ha- we got an email <laughs> yeah. please don't ever leave again <laughs> I need you yeah she's like every time I come back I get a raise <laughs> well, she knows now I'm so thankful like yeah I mean I don't know how to do the simplest things it's sometimes it's it's to the point where it's bad like it's like I need to learn the system like to the point where people are like what how much does that cost and I'm like I don't know I don't know the, I don't know my prices yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like I'm sorry I have to, let, let me, me ask go, my team I have yeah. to google it <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I was like I can't ask my team because they'll be like just look it up <laughs> how do I look you, it up though you, sh- you should know this <laughs> yeah it's so bad that sometimes it's like my go-to like I just will ask them and then I'm like oh Jen just google just Google. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you Google. Really Go on my own website. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to ask them. Just, just, yeah. just look it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best when they'll like send me links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could have done that on my own. But yeah, I don't know how to do, yeah, I don't know how to do the accounting. I don't know how to do pack and ship. I don't know how to run our POS. Mm-hmm. Like someone had me print the other day, like camera crew came in and I was like, I don't know if I know. They wanted me to do an ombre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't, I don't know. It might not work. You know, we have yeah. to make, <laughs> have to do a couple I, takes because I, I haven't done a, this. A good, like a like the that's awesome. best part about like owning a business is like you know like you're 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 playing on other people's strengths and you know mm-hmm. like their talents and you know mm-hmm. not so, like relying on them almost so you know mm-hmm. like but like oh, also like building Completely. this culture and community that like everyone works together that's really towards, what like, your a role common goal. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah exactly one other thing that i feel like most a lot of people relate to you on is like you're you have two young ones like our kids are almost exactly the mm-hmm. same age um and you had them in the middle of building your company <laughs> yeah <laughs> which yeah. is like <laughs> probably not the best or not the it's probably not the easiest thing to do when you're no. trying to build a company and have two yeah. young kids. Um, but how was that? I mean, for all those moms out there who are trying to like hustle and do it while they're taking you care so of much young props kids, and respect for like that. how did you balance all that? I, I don't even get it for like a lot of the people I see, the ones who have like side hustles as businesses, like they have their day job, their mom, and they have their business i'm just like i don't how what how do you do that do you not sleep yeah yeah i mean i in the beginning i didn't sleep before i had kids i didn't sleep and then i didn't sleep when i had kids same thing but um it was actually kind of the same situation so when i got pregnant with lion it's kind of what spurred the growth because i needed help if i hadn't if i hadn't have had him (laughs) I didn't have had him yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A of, that's a lot of H's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't exist um, I uh, think I'd still be doing what I was doing I was just grinding it out and like doing everything on my own because I didn't I, I didn't have that foresight to be like okay like mm-hmm. what do I want you know everyone was like you need a business plan like for five years straight people were like 
business plan, business plan, business plan. How do I think that far ahead? You know, I'm like like, right now. They're like, have goals. And I was like, I don't know. My goal (laughs) is to just like keep making stuff. And like, I want to sell a bag. Yeah. I was like, I just, yeah. And I want more people to buy it. Mm -hmm. That's that's what my goals are. Like I I didn't know. Um, There was a moment um, in, like right after he was born, maybe he was like two or three months old. So I was struggling like, postpartum like I was there but I was like sitting on the couch with this newborn and like just totally like what am I doing um and I two I had two seamstresses at the time two seamstresses and a sewer and they they got the seamstresses kind of ganged up on me and they were like this is an unacceptable like work environment with the baby crying oh. and like oh, oh wow. yeah they're like it feels like we're invading your space cuz they were uh-huh. working, working right there, in yeah. my home and like i was in the living room and they'd be right in the studio right next to it and and i was like oh my god and i just felt so defeated in that moment like i was like i what what? I was like, yeah, I do feel like you're invading my space a little bit, but in order to keep going, like, two weeks after I gave birth, you guys had to come back so I, that you would stay and that we could still keep this going. So, yeah, I feel like that, but there's just no choice, and what do I do? And I just felt, I felt attacked, and I felt defeated. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. And I got on the phone with Josh, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. I'm done. Like, I, you know, like, this is awful. And... That was the closest I ever got to quitting and being like, I'm throwing in the towel. But he was like, he was like, don't you want to do something that makes your son proud? Like, oh, he got yeah, right yeah. there. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> He's like, you can't quit. You have to keep on going. And you want to make your son proud. You want to make Lion, like, you know, see that there's, that he can do you know, that he can follow his dreams and do whatever he wants to do. And, and I was like, oh. That's huge. I love yeah. those. I yeah, love, those I are, love yeah. those stories of like adversity and struggle because that's what like makes you strong. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what I feel like, I mean, especially now people are going through it right yeah. now. And it's like, there's always a way, like we mm-hmm. can, you'll figure out a way, but like, how mm-hmm. easy would it have been to just be like, I'm just going to be a mom now. Yeah. I'm just I'm done. Yeah. Can you imagine? I'm done. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm over. Yeah. I mean, that happened too with our, um, so the reason we got a shop was actually, so I've been looking into it and like making inquiries with people about like getting a space. Um, but I just was being, you know, felt defeated again because I was like, oh, the rents are too high. There's just no way that I'm going to be able to afford, you know, they're like, like twelve dollars a square foot for what you want to do to have a space and then a studio. Um, and I was like, oh god, okay, so this is never going to happen. And then, and then our my neighbor called the state on us for a noise complaint from oh. the screen washing. Oh wow! From the screen washing? Yeah, we built a giant sink to finally like because we were washing out into this little grate, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I think it's and like the. <laughs> the mailman would give us stink looks every <laughs> single time. Like he was a surfer, like, and he's just like, you know, it's going into the ocean. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know where it's, I don't know where it's yeah, going. I don't know. Like, I don't it know. bothers me every single day, but I just try not to think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. So right. whatever. But so we finally built like this giant sink and had um, a filtration system, and 
but it was giant and it made a lot of noise. And so the neighbor called um, the state on us. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. So it was like a problem. And then like, how did you solve it? And then yeah. And so then Nora came and she she was like, I'm so sorry. Nora She's from like, the state. Yep. Nora. No, Nora. From the state. <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome though. She she was like, your noise is actually fine, but you're not supposed to have uh, people working in your house out of your house and they don't live there they have uh-huh. to live there to work out of the house mm. and i was like oh. Oh. i wouldn't know yeah, that i didn't actually. know that either so like yeah yeah, yeah. So, so there's a lot of everyone yeah. there yeah. people are doing it it's just nobody's I know. complaining about the noise and like just setting, don't get caught yeah just don't get caught it's fine that's why i mean she felt so bad she was like i'm so sorry i, I right mm-hmm. i feel terrible she I, like i hate too and yeah she's like i hate having to shut people down like i'm sorry and then I wow, want a job. Yeah. I know it's Nora. the worst. Ah, Nora, we feel you, Nora. <laughs> I hope I never meet you, though, Nora. <laughs> Don't come here. Don't, Don't check. Come check things out. But she, yeah. But I remember thinking too. It's the same thing. So she was like, "I hate shutting people down." She said it to me, and I was like, "No, you're not shutting me down. I just have to mm-hmm. to move on." So I gave myself like a day where I like cried. And I just was like, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Like, we have to go somewhere else. Like, I don't know. Because um, she said, you have a month. You have to be out in a month. And oh, like, wow. What? And you have a newborn. Mm-hmm. No, not that time. Oh, this is a or maybe she was. I'm Like, how old was Eileen? Well, she was pretty young. Mm-hmm. So this was in, maybe, yeah, 2006. No, she, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, she was young. So yeah, you had yeah, a toddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a toddler and a newborn. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then we are forced i was forced to find a place and like so we got the shop and that just took everything to the next level so it turned out to be an awesome thing but mm-hmm. but it is that struggle and i was like okay but this is this is i remember thinking i was like no you're not ending me you're not yeah. shutting me down mm-hmm. like we're gonna we're gonna continue it might not be an ideal situation like we might have to go to a dusty warehouse but mm-hmm. like we're we're gonna figure it out and we'll keep going so, so much growth even just have like from that one like adversity to the second mm-hmm. like the mindset just was like nope. right yeah the first yeah. time like if that had happened like back in the beginning <laughs> we are like, done so, like everything happens for a reason and you kind of took it and it forced you to grow and yeah. you know i think that's like such yeah big i'm, moves. Su- I'm yeah. super thankful for it. yeah huge yeah. moves i mean like from that point to like where you are now and of course there's always going to be those things that come up things mm-hmm. that are going to come up but right. like the growth that happened in between that and to like today it was right. like exponential yeah it was so huge because it just gave more credibility more visibility like we had a spot where no one wanted to drive out to neo valley to mm-hmm. my home you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. come into this like mm-hmm. You know, like old, like we had like old carpet and like, <laughs> and, you know, it was yeah, just yeah, dingy yeah, yeah. and like, meh. Like, we tried <laughs> our best. Beautiful. I've seen it. Yeah, it's it nice. beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right there on the water. Yeah. But no one wanted to drive out there really. Yeah. And then when you have a shop, like people can just come by and they can see it. And like, yeah. So it just provides so many more opportunities. opportunities yeah. yeah. You know. So where do you go from here? Yeah, I mean, what's, you've what's like next? collaborated with. Every uh-huh. big brand, locally, national. I mean, you're everywhere. And so, like, where do you go from <laughs> from there? Like, have you sat down and put a business plan together yet? <laughs> <laughs> Still going with the flow. <laughs> no, no. But so I guess same thing. Like, so our building is getting demolished. 
it's getting knocked down in July, maybe, or that's when we have to be out of the building. Um, but yeah, whenever you have another, you know, big change, it always makes you like refocus. And now we are um, trying to expand our production. So we do, um, for people who don't know, we do our own screen printing, but we do it in very, very small batches, like 30, 24 by 36 pieces of fabric. Um, and we turn all of those into our products. Um, and we do have a uh, yardage table, but I think it can only make like about 10 yards of fabric or something. Oh. And so it's just not cost effective to mm -hmm. do that and to make things with it because, or like we we wanted to have like custom projects for people who like want to upholster their, um, what's it called? Furniture and mm -hmm. things like that. But we haven't even been able to do it because it's so pricey and like we mm. just can't do it because of the labor cost. Like, cause you just have to put the fabric and then take it off and then put it, it's just too much time and whatever. So, um, yeah, so we have that, but everything is really small batch. But so moving forward, we're looking for a space that we can, we're going to try to include three more tables and be able to have yardage and then really open it up. I said, so between now and when we find our space, like I was like, the, what we really have to start doing is like brainstorm. Okay, like what are we going to make? What do we want to make and what can we do? So we're kind of just like in that, like in between space, like we just want to, make more oh that's exciting scale. yeah that's exciting that's yeah. super exciting what's one piece of advice that like gets you going and you know things things it changes like for us it like changes like daily probably but like mm -hmm. what's something that gets you going right now that just kind of like it's so easy to just be like uh, scrolling or you know just like staring at your computer uh -huh. like what's one thing that just like kind of gets you going like excited or it's like moving and like feeling productive when you don't oh. when you don't feel yeah. productive. Yeah, like you know that you motivated. Yeah. You know like that, right now. I don't know, but like I feel like the uh, like as business owners, there's like so many things in our brains that are just like constantly going. So you feel exhausted, but like I'm like literally just scrolling on Instagram for 20 minutes I and know, I can't yeah. like I get this? myself going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, what gets me going? Um, I don't know sometimes just music maybe like I do a lot of sitting in my car mm. and like that's where I do my thinking sometimes mm -hmm. I just like listening to music I should listen to more podcasts I love them but like I don't know I the mu I always need music to like unwind and like it directs my thoughts like all the time um to a point where it's like a distraction like it's so bad we're sitting we're sitting um after a meeting yesterday at a zoom meeting or whatever and megan was saying she's like oh this hurts my brain like i i need to know there were like unanswered questions mm -hmm. that we couldn't we're just not going to be able to answer yet like we have to wait and like figure it out she's like my i need to know and i'm like sitting there i'm like look i'm like mark anthony and then i played <laughs> the song i uh -huh. need to know from like 1999 <laughs> and they're sitting there like what is going on <laughs> and then the chorus finally comes on and they're like i can't believe that we have to yeah, like yeah, yeah. she's like we have so much to do today but we have to wait uh -huh. for this song we yeah. have to listen yeah. to the we chorus we need to just yeah. feel it and like let Embrace it lift it. us up yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah but i'm like i just i think that's the main thing um and then i don't know i think just you know, with kids, like, they 
kind of get me going they a little bit. Yeah, go. like I have to keep, yeah. I have to keep moving, and like I always want things to be fun for them. My main thing is like I, I feel like as a kid, like I didn't do many. Like I don't know. I didn't do. I didn't. I don't remember like as a little, like as a little kid, like going on hikes or like going. Mm-hmm. We did, I'm sure, but like going to the beach. And so I really want that for my kids and to have those experiences. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps me a lot too because then I'm inspired by like whatever we're doing. You know, oh, I nice, want to yep. take them to gardens. I want to take them on hikes, and they're very anti-hikes right now. They're like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do it. But you know, trying to do fun things Get in nature and just yeah, and then it just gets me. It makes me feel know inspired and yeah inspired and like yeah more energized like refresh like a good refresh Mm -hmm. from just like working all the time i think that's why we Mm -hmm. started all this too so thank you yeah thank you sharing your story yeah i know we are like i'm i'm like i feel like i'm your friend but i'm also a fan girl (laughs) i'm like chana is just like doing huge things and god i always look at what you guys are doing and i'm just like oh my god this is crazy Uh like i feel like you guys have like so many like multiple businesses and (laughs) things going on and like anytime like people talk about um media and stuff like you guys are always like at the forefront and i'm just like wow so crazy oh, that's, yeah that's cool <laughs> and you, you all seem to have it so together too oh, like no, with mission statements no 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 budget no 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 we're all yeah, trying we're, to we're all in, we're all in the same boat yeah, and i think that's why like this is so great because th- there's other people out there either like they're trying to start or mm-hmm. um you know they're in it right now and it's like to hear things like this because it's like you look at a brand or something and like, oh, look man. at the Jana Lam and yeah, be like, like, oh, so Damn. easy, like, yeah, like, oh my gosh, like, she's probably she crushing has it, it right figured now. out versus like, like, versus right now, it's like, oh, I mean, like, you know, like listening to these stories, like, oh my gosh, like you would never yeah. think that, you know, or like what what kind of struggles people go through and all that, so yeah, you never have it and figured to hear, out and to hear the struggle mm-hmm. part too, that's mm-hmm. so important because not not only the struggle but then like how you get past it, overcoming, you know? yep, yeah, overcoming it, and I think mm-hmm. that's a huge one. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jana. Thank you, Jana. Thank you for being our first guest. Yeah. First guest of the Uncut Podcast and more to come. So thank you. Yeah, Yeah. that's exciting. And thank you guys for listening. Looking forward to to hearing it. Oh, yeah. Can you tell our viewers, like, how to find you? Um, (laughs) Uh, You can find me, JanaLam.com and at JanaLam on Instagram kind of look at facebook but i don't really know how to deal with facebook so <laughs> i don't yeah don't i don't just, <laughs> just google jana lamb uh, yeah. you'll find her all up uh, there I, yep. yeah, yeah you can just google. find her in all the places awesome yeah. thank you again all right thanks, thanks jana. all right thank you everyone <laughs>